Welcome to another episode of the Dutch and Denver podcast. It's a big day today. Today is inauguration day, January uh, 20th, 2021. Pandemic's over. Trump's gone. Lots of people are happy. Some people not so happy. I might be one of them. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't even know where to start. Um, it is inauguration day. We have a new president. Uh, a lot happened in sports, which will, let me clarify some things. This is not going to be a political podcast. It will not be all politics all the time. It's just recently politics has dominated our lives. It has been anywhere from coronavirus to sports to actual politics is just it's what's been going on in the world lately. So uh, we are going to talk about some politics today. Um, I will touch on some sports. And uh, actually, it's just me today. Nobody else. This is how it's going to be for a while. Uh, we'll have guests here and there. But this is going to be more my show when I want it to be. So let's get right into it. Um, inauguration day. Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States. Uh, I wish him all the luck in the world. I did not vote for the man. I do not care for his politics. I do not care for him or anyone in his cabinet, but I will give them the benefit of the doubt, even though I know better. And I hope they do good for America. Uh, he, If anyone didn't, didn't watch the address today, I will we'll go over that in detail. Um, but there was, there was a lot of calls for unity. Which I guess Trump was the massive divider or the left was or who knows. We'll get into that too. But um, let's start with the actual inauguration. Um, it was fairly typical except for one giant missing piece was a bunch of people. <laughs> There's nobody there. Um, and it might have been because of coronavirus. It might have been because of the quote threats. It might have just been because... Biden wasn't 100% sure that a whole bunch of people were going to show up today. I think that's more likely than not, but what do I know? I'm not a political expert. I'm just a... Actually, I'm a political expert. Fuck you, I voted. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I hear a lot of people, conservatives, that are just going on like, well, it was a very lackluster inauguration speech, which it was... But they're they're measuring it by the amount of applause. And I, I'm going to have to take Joe's side on this, and I never thought I'd say this, but of course there's no fucking applause. There's nobody there to applause. So don't judge it on that. Um, judge it on the fact that it was full of cliches. Uh, there was a lot of unity preaching when, I I'm again, I'm pretty sure that the left has been the one that has tried to, tear this country apart for the past four years for their sheer and utter hatred of Donald Trump, which I, and I don't, I didn't feel that today. Um, DC's not burning tonight. Uh, last time I checked, it's, uh, it's almost eight o'clock here and it's not burning yet, but eight o'clock, four years ago, it was burning to the ground because people were unhappy with Trump. Take what you will from that. That could be, you know, take what you will from that. Um, 
like I said, Joe Biden did say a lot about unity. We'll see. I I have nothing else to say about that. I mean, I go on for hours about, but we'll see. I don't I don't think it'll be there. But you know, it's an inauguration speech. He's not gonna come out and say, "Hey, you know what? We have control of everything, and we're about ready to jam it down your throat for the next two years until we have another election for uh, senators or house guys." It, that's not what he's gonna say. I mean, even Joe's not that stupid, or his handlers for that matter. Um. I would say the best part of the inauguration, Lady Gaga, um, she she sang the national anthem. Man, she can sing, right? It just it's too bad she's so batshit crazy in the rest of her life. But the, the woman can sing, and I will give her that. She did a uh, a very nice rendition of the national anthem. As for um, J Lo. That was some weird America the Beautiful slash whatever other song she sung. The yelling a bunch of Spanish crap in the middle really threw me off. I didn't quite get that. I understand some of it, but not enough to make an inferred decision. And then we got to the swearing in. <laughs> this was so for, um, I don't know, as long as she's been on the ticket, probably before we've debated how to say Kamala or Kamala? Yeah, Kamala or Kamala. So I'm pretty sure the Supreme Court Justice, uh, Oksana, whatever, you know, the Russian or foreigner, um, said her name wrong and Kamala made it a point or Kamala, whatever, made it a point to correct her, which I thought was slightly entertaining. It has to be because we've, I, if you're a wrestling fan, I thought there was like some Ugandan headhunter that was either Kamala or Kamala. I, I don't even know the pronunciation of it. It's, there's so many different things, so many different ways that it's been said. <laughs> How can anybody know? Uh, so that was highly entertaining. Um, Joe took the oath. Harris took the oath. They're president, vice president. And we go from there. Uh, side note for all you people wondering why the president and the vice president had different oaths. It's because they actually have different oaths. Joe doesn't have to say enemies, foreign and domestic. That's the VP oath. They're different. Get, don't get your panties in a bunch. It's gonna be okay. They're not gonna adhere to any of the vote in any of the oaths they took today. They're gonna run rough shot through here because they literally have everything. And you're gonna see some. Um... Oh, actually, it depends on what side of the aisle you're on. If you're left, if you lean left, you're going to love this. You might even hate it, though, with us, because they're going to do some nutsy cuckoo shit. Um, case in point, the executive orders, we'll get to those. I will, I, I got to write those down. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to the executive orders that he put in place today in his uh, first day in office. Uh, let's see here. Let's, the inauguration, again, it, it very simple, except for there was no one there. And that might have been by design or it might have been because of COVID. It wasn't because of COVID. And it was maybe because of danger. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. I heard throughout the week that they were limiting people based on threats of violence, which never came to fruition. And it wasn't because the National Guard there, because, again, we had this conspiracy theory. Now we're the conspiracy theorist 
um, <laughs> that the National Guard was made up of a bunch of white people, so they were against Joe. So <laughs> the Department of Defense or whoever had to investigate that maybe the National Guard was there to interrupt the inauguration or do whatever. It it never happened. They came out today and said, no, there was nothing there. It's all just complete fucking nonsense. Um, so I think I really think the reason that no one was there today is, A, they had to personify the COVID thing until noon today. Um, I have some examples of why it only mattered till noon. Um, and I don't think they would have got the turnout that they were hoping for. I don't think that many people would have showed up. Why would you? He's a lackluster president. The man has dementia. He's out of his fucking mind. He doesn't know what's going on. Why show up for that? Also, I'm pretty sure it's ass cold. If you saw any of those videos today or watched it live, people were bundled up. It was super cold. I wouldn't have gone out for Joe. I don't even think I'd go out for Trump in this kind of weather. Um, But, you know, that, that's part of the reason why it wasn't there. And like I said, the whole clapping thing, yeah, it was a lackluster speech full of cliches and blah, blah, blah. But you can't hold that against him and say, well, nobody clapped. No, of course nobody clapped for it. There were 26 fucking people there. Um, of course there was no clapping. It wasn't because it was an exciting or his base wasn't happy, but it just, there was no one there to actually clap for. As for, like I said, the actual speech, lots of cliches, lots of talk of unity. Uh, there were some digs on Trump and conservatives, but I think that, man, the... I think Trump was due some credit for policies, and if Joe Biden had have said one thing to give him credit, it could have given some credence to him as a president or a puppet, whatever you want to call him. But, I mean, Trump wasn't a big enough man to be there for the inauguration, which I'm glad he wasn't there. The guy fucked us in the last month. I still love his policies, him as a person I've never really liked, and he just drove that home with him acting like a child. Mike Pence, for the other hand, (laughs) I hope he's the next president. Mike Pence is a stand-up guy who deserves all the credit in the world and will get none of it. He is stuck by Trump as crazy as that son of a bitch was. But Mike Pence has just stuck it out, and he is, he is a stand-up guy. And I think both sides can agree on that. And if you don't, you're, you're just delusional, and I can't help you. Uh, so, yeah, again, lots of talk of unity. He mentioned the riots. He pinned it on the right. We're horrible, crazy people. No mention of the whole summer of burning the entire goddamn country down. But, again, that doesn't fit the narrative. Um, he talked about doom and gloom the world's ending i mean there's racism there's blah 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 there's the climate oh my it is the world is horrible right now and it is ending as we speak and joe biden's gonna be the one that's gonna bring us out of it and if you actually kamala harris or kamala whatever the fuck her name is doesn't matter we'll just say vice president harris from now on i don't want to be accused of anything but it was very doom and gloom, cliche, 
And I'm not sure that they are the ones to bring us out of it. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe they are. Some obvious things. You know, COVID has been a huge thing. But, I mean, son of a bitch today. Not a couple hours after President Biden is sworn in, the WHO, the World Health Organization, steps in and says, you know what, though? Those PCR tests that we have, excuse me, relied so heavily on and have been so accurate and so data producing, you know, it turns out those aren't the best thing to do. Um, We should probably run two PCR tests. And then if we get two positives, we should probably take a whole litany of other shit, symptoms, age, counter tracing blah 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 to decide if we report this a positive test or not it's it's just it's funny to me how every test has been positive shit coca-cola excuse me coca-cola tested positive for covid and now we're gonna backtrack a little bit and maybe the PCR test isn't the best. Or maybe we're going to use the PCR test in conjunction with a whole bunch of other tests and a whole bunch of medical observations that maybe we should have done for the past nine months. No expert, just saying. So Biden might heal us on that. But then we're going to do the 100 days of masks, which um, he forgot to mention in his candidacy and all this. That it's only 100 days of masks on federal property for federal employees and their contractors. Well, let me tell you what, Joe. My grocery store is not federal property, so I'm not wearing a fucking mask unless somebody asks me. Secondly, if I go into the National Forest, which might be federal property. I don't know how that works. There's some map with a bunch of crap highlighted. I'm not wearing a mask outside, dipshit. Nobody should. We, I mean, we covered this last one. We won't get too into this. Uh, so that probably isn't going to help. Oh, what? Oh, so what we're, and I didn't transition this great, but these are his executive orders on day one. You know, let's see, pir- the Paris Climate Agreement. Nah, fuck that. It's just stupid. If you really think that we're causing the earth to hurt or cry out as joe says i can't help you and uh we're not going to discuss that on today's podcast we could do it some other time and i'd be happy to explain to you why it's not man-made or why you have no actual proof it's man-made but i think the paris agreement is a bad idea again it costs us more money than it's worth uh let's see whatever the keystone pipeline i hope you filled up with gas today because uh, that's gone, and gas is about ready to go through the roof. So uh, I did fill up. I think I bought, it was like, I don't know, I was just under, maybe just over 3 bucks. It's about ready to be just over like $10, but, you know, who cares? Because we're all going to get $2,000 stimulus checks, which will pay for our gas. Oh, wait, was that not there today? Ah, shit. Okay. So they lobbied for all this stuff, and we never got that. Um, there was a whole bunch of other stuff. The We're going to stop building the, bo- the border wall. Awesome. Who cares? Horrible, dumbass idea. Let's see. The Muslim ban, which never was actually a thing, is gone. Uh, there's a couple other things. Kind of unimportant. 
I mean, it, we're back to ruling by executive order. This is, I think Obama started it more than anybody. We all know I don't like Obama, but you guys have to face facts. He did a lot of ruling via executive order. Trump did a lot of ruling via executive order, and Joe Biden's just going to do the same thing as long as he's in office before Vice President Harris gets in there, and then she will do, I think, a lot more <laughs> ruling by executive order, and then she'll have the whole Senate <laughs> and that to ram through her agenda. But, you know, let's go from there. Let's start our descent into communism. Um, oh, there's a whole bunch of puff pieces about the inauguration, um, about the fashion of the inauguration, which to me is utterly irrelevant. I don't care what they wear. I know some people do, and a lot of people read these puff pieces, and if you read Vogue or Cosmo or blah, 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 any of that crap, um, you read about the the fashion of the first lady or the, the vice president or whoever, and then they can interject their political beliefs into that, and you become indoctrinated, and it's, it's super easy. It's how the thing goes. Um, but my my big problem was we had a lot about the fashion today and uh, lover hater Melania Trump has to be one of the most fashion forward first ladies. I mean, she'd make a run with Jackie O. And she, for 4 years she was vilified, she was criticized, she wore too much French crap, which actually I'm on board with that cuz who wants to wear cheese-eating surrender monkey stuff? But she was just put on a back burner, vilified. You know, every no one said anything about her positively for damn sure. No one said much, and it was just very negative. When she was probably one of the most first lady-esque people we've had in a very long time. She's very good-looking, um, and she was very... I don't know a lot about fashion, but she was very fashion forward in my opinion. She always looked nice, and but not a word about that. But as soon as you know Kamala comes out in some purple, sh I'm sorry, Vice President Harris comes out in some purple, or somebody else is bundled up like the Michelin or somebody's shoes, or we're just back to it, and that that that's what brings me to. The, one of my main points tonight, and we're going to transition a little bit, is the media. If you guys, if you all didn't notice the shift in the media's vibe today, I really can't help you, and I, you're stupid. You really are stupid, and I feel bad for you. It, it was Christmas morning for the media. These people literally wet their pants today with excitement that they finally succeeded in something that they've been working on for four years. They got rid of Trump. And uh, they were elated. It, it just unbelievable. Chris Wallace, was it Chris Wallace? Some idiot Chris is, this is the best inaugural speech. I've, I, this is the best I've ever heard. Ugh, dude, shut up. This was not the best. This was, I... This was very boring, very, very dull. 
But that's what Joe is. He's old with dementia. What else can you expect from the man? So to sit up there and be like, oh, this is the grace. This is the time for healing. This is the time for everything. The whole world's going to be fine now. Don't worry. We got rid of that dictator who just actually left off. Wait, wait a minute. The, the fascist dictator that we've had for four years just left off. That doesn't make much sense. I don't get that. What? Why would a dictator just leave office? Oh, yeah. I got it. He actually wasn't a dictator. You guys just made shit up for four years. Um, oh, yeah. We talked about, like, lies and truth. Um, inaugural speech. The media. So the media is no longer going to lie. They're just going to tell truths or... How does this work? I don't understand. Do we just do puff pieces about Biden? Or are we going to talk about how he's involved with China? Are we still toughed on China? Oh, it doesn't matter. Somebody had some really nice shoes today. God, those were nice shoes. Kamala had a really nice mask on. and Yeah, but I thought we were talking about truth. Oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> It's this is what it's gonna be like for the next four years. Well, actually, I don't know. They'll probably be nicer to Vice President Harris than Biden. Because if any of you think that Biden's gonna be in office for all four years, you are actually drinking the Kool Aid while you watched it be laced with the poison. There's no way he makes it four years. And if he does, I'm wrong, and I will gladly admit that in four years. Hopefully, we'll still be on the the interwebs. Um, but I don't think you'll make it. I think this is absolutely set up for uh, Vice President Harris to become president. I think Joe was just an electable puppet. Um, let's see. Moving on. More inauguration stuff. <laughs> so there were a lot of articles that came out last night or late last night, early today, that just kind of personified the media is now part of or has always been part of the left-wing democrats if anybody saw what was it the uh i don't have this stuff in front of me again our production value is low you guys have got to listen and help us help you to do better production we'll get a green screen later and we'll do more with all the production value but right now we're just here for content. Um, but all right, so it was either WAPO or uh, Politico or the New York Times, one of those propaganda machines that finally did a piece on Joe Biden's mental decline. And I'll find this for you guys, and I'll put it on the website. Uh, we do have a website. Uh, it's an anchor one, but there's a Twitter one. I'll put it on there too. Um, and... They finally admitted that Joe Biden is in mental decline. I, I don't know. He was like yelling at. Oh, let's start at the beginning. So the the piece starts out that Joe Biden is a meticulous speech memorizer. The guy goes nuts about trying to memorize these speeches, important speeches, because he doesn't want to mess them up and he doesn't want to seem stupid. Think about that. 
So he, he memorizes these speeches and he does it painstakingly and agonizing. He just he over, 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 memorizes, memorizes, memorizes. And he comes across these parts and he, he looks at the aide or the speech roar and he's like, I didn't, I would never say this. Why would you put it in here? And the speech writer, I, I just imagine some, uh, let's see, maybe like Ivy League journalist, poor girl, probably some soy boy that he's just belittling. And it actually turns out that their response to him. So here's Biden reading his speech and memorizing. It's like, I want to be a communist forever and I'll never ban fracking, blah, 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 blah. But let's ban fracking. Wait, I would never say let's ban fracking or I'm a communist. And this little peant of a speechwriter or somebody just says, well, Mr. Biden, we we actually put that in there because you said it last week. <laughs> had a speech in Delaware. And that is, this was from the left side. That This was an article, and I'll find it, and I'll tell you, but it was in one of the three, WAPO, Political, or New York Times, that they are, you know, finally reporting on Joe Biden's mental decline, which is a setup for Vice President Harris to actually be president. Mark my words. But this is who... People voted for just because they hated Trump so much. But so now we have this crazy old man up there yelling at young journalists because they wrote a speech and he can't remember what he said last week and blah, 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 blah. And he got up there talking about unity today, which is fantastic for us. And this is when the media has chose to report on it. Why now? Why not six months ago? Why not two months ago? Wait, why not three months ago? That'd probably be... Actually, yeah, why not a month ago? Why wouldn't you... Why not? Because you're in cahoots with the Democratic Party. You guys are one in the same. I mean, there's another one, and I, I'm almost positive this was Washington Post. They came out today and were like, hey, so it turns out that Trump didn't incite anything. Um, his speech, this crap was planned like weeks, days in advance. So all the capital insurrection, which I still spin, it's not an insurrection. If it was an insurrection, you have a lot more dead people. Trust me. That's kind of the way those things work. Um, as for, and this is a correction for my, uh, my buddy blip, uh, Mike Pence was threatened and, um, I was wrong about that. I don't think he was threatened to the extent that Kyle made him be, but I was wrong. He was threatened. That was completely wrong. Mike Pence is a stand-up man. There's no one who can deny that. And if you do, again, you're just stupid, and this isn't for you. Um, But, again, back to the media. It turns out, after all, Trump didn't incite anything. It was planned in advance. They did it on their own. So, again, the impeachment is just a fucking waste of time. Like the first one. Last week you heard there are people that still actually believe that there was Russian collusion. And despite all like facts, 
which we should talk about too, because apparently there's a difference between facts and truths. But who who's facts and who's truths, Joe? But there are facts that it never happened. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It just, it didn't happen. And it was all declassified with Trump. And it actually didn't happen. I don't, if you still think it does, you're stupid. And I, I, and I don't mean that derogatory. I just mean it like you actually are stupid. And I feel bad for you. Because there's no possible way that you can read something that literally says Russian collusion did not happen and be like, oh yeah, it still did. It totally did. CNN knows what's up and they tell me the truth. I just, I'm I'm very interested to see interested to see where the media goes with the Joe Biden presidency. I know where it will go. I just don't want to spoil it. I mean, it, they're going to baby him and uh, Vice President Harris. It's going to be four years of just nice suit, nice tie, pretty dress, great heels. Uh, what's that? You're in bed with China? Yeah, well, absolutely you should be with China. I mean, it's important to build trade relations with the rest of the world. Oh, you took illegal money from him. Uh, we're just not going to talk about that. That's I I mean I actually think that's what's going to happen for the next 4 years. I could be wrong, and I truly I wish Joe Biden the best of luck and the best of health cuz let me tell you I sure as hell do not want Vice President Harris to be president of anything other than maybe Troop 106 commie selling Girl Scout cookies to people in Southern California. Uh, other than that, let's see what happens. Do we do we give them the benefit of the doubt, or do we realize that Joe Biden has been in office for a hundred and seven years, and now has decided he's going to fix government? I mean, that's I I hate to quit keep ragging on people, but how stupid can you be? To vote for a man with dementia who's been around for a hundred years doing the same job for a hundred years and he still hasn't fixed anything. And now you think in this time, now that he's gone completely fucking crazy, now is the time that he will actually get something done. Or do you actually, did you vote for him knowing full well that Vice President Harris would take over in a couple months or a year and that she would jam her crazy nonsense agenda through with AOC, Bernie, and the rest of the idiots. Was that the goal? I I mean, I would love I would love just an honest answer. Yeah, that that was the goal. We want to bury conservatives and everybody else who doesn't agree with us just to the point that they can never come back. That was the goal. That's what we wanted to do. Fine. Tell me the truth. I, I mean, Biden talked about truth today. I want to know the truth. Is that what you want? Because you can't possibly think this crap is good for us. You can't possibly think that the Keystone Pipeline being torpedoed and dead is good for us. You can't possibly think that handing out $2,000 stimulus checks are good for us. 
Just open the economy. You can't think that having a mask mandate for only federal property, for only federal employees, for blah, 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 is going to make any difference. That's just stupid. That's virtual signaling. Is that something that we're going to do now? Oh, no, I don't mean now. I mean forever. I mean, is social justice that important to you that you're going to sink the country over it? I don't think it's that we're that unjust. I And I this is also, um, man, I probably run out of money. Oh, no, I got a $2,000 check coming. I'm good. But I'll, I'll put this to you. Last week, we were going to say, if you guys can show me any political figure on the right, who was like, yeah, we need to go out there and start killing people and fighting them and blah, 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 blah. Everything that the left said, I'll give you a hundred bucks. So I'm going to give you a uh, hundred bucks. If you can show me an actual injustice in volume. Okay. Like an outlier doesn't count. Okay. You're and I need a source on this too. CNN is not a source. Um, but an actual injustice. I know that innocent black people die, and I feel for them, and I am sorry for that. But the majority don't die. We're not killing all black people. They're not all slaves. None of them are slaves, actually. We're. Uh, all the Hispanics, all the Asians, all the whites, all the women, all the children. It's not as bad as the left painted. It's actually pretty good. Under Donald Trump, which we're not going to harp on him, I promise you, we will not harp on his past triumphs. But under Donald Trump, we'll do it a little bit. Under Donald Trump, I mean, the economy was pretty rocking. I mean, everybody was doing really, really good. Uh, and then, you know, COVID hit and, you know, we could blame it on government conspiracy, whatever. But uh, let's not get into that right now. But we were doing really, really, everybody was doing really, really good. Things were great. Times were fun. Do you think we're going to have that same stuff under Joe Biden? Do you honestly think that we're going to have a rocking economy under Joe Biden? We can't, and I'll tell you why. And this is paraphrasing Rush a little bit, but I agree with him. And um, I think most people do. These people don't, they're not capitalist. Trump's a capitalist. That's why the economy was like, that's how economies work. It's called capitalism. I'll explain it to you all later. Um, but they're not capitalist. They 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 won't be able to bring the, the economy back to pre-COVID. And that'll be unfortunate. And we'll, you know, have Obama up there again. Oh, you know, we got to get used to 1%. Fuck you. Okay. You know, we can do this because we're capitalists. And we, you know, in four years, we'll be fine. Um, They will not rebuild this economy like Trump did. And to me, that's one of the most important things. Excuse me. If other things are important to you, I... I hope he he comes through for you. I really do. But just quit spending my money. All right. Let's spend uh, your money. Oh, yeah, you don't have any because the whole country shut down. 
and you didn't plan shit. All right, so let's not spend any of my money. Let's uh, make you some money. Now do we do that? Let's open the country. Nailed it. I'm not even the president. I came up with that. Why? Well, yeah, it was all me. Well, we can't. Oh, yeah, but I thought the who tests weren't. Yeah, so see how confusing this is? It's all just nonsense. So I say, let's go back. And Joe, once our 100 days are up, then what? Can we go back to normal? Can we open up the restaurants for us peons? Can we open up the hair salon so not only Nancy gets her hair done? Oh, we can't? Why not? Oh, because the economy would do good. God damn it, I forgot about that part. Okay, so what are we going to do? I... Oh, all right. I don't like that idea either. Oh, the green dude. Yep, that's it. Let's do it. All right. So let's let's hop of hop off of uh, politics for a little bit, and uh, let's move on to uh, a couple things that uh, I enjoy talking about and what are important to me. Have you guys been uh, keeping up with uh, professional sports? No, not at all, because they're all politically involved. Yeah, me either. Um, other than that, college football wasn't too political, except for like the uh, the ads and all that stuff. Those guys are always involved in politics. But let's touch on the uh, national championship, which happened a while ago. Uh, Ohio State didn't belong there. Alabama stomped them. It was great. Blah blah blah. They'll be ranked number. Two next year. We'll do the same thing over again. Ohio State, Notre Dame, blah, blah, blah. Two useless teams. They must pay a lot of money for those rankings. And I just, I can't quite understand it. Uh, I'm an SC fan myself. SC blew it at the end. Uh, so do the Buffs. I'm a Buffs fan. Um, Clemson blew it too. They clearly didn't belong there. And uh, on to stuff people care about. Hockey. Let's talk about hockey. I love hockey. I'm an Avalanche fan, do or die. Um, I have been since they first moved to Colorado. They got us a couple cups. It was fantastic. I used to be able to watch them on TV, but I can't anymore because Stan Kroenke is a piece of human fucking garbage. And... uh, so if you guys aren't familiar, Comcast, which you have to have Comcast, you can't have Dish or DirecTV because it's satellite, and their service sucks. No matter what they say, you still have to get up up on your roof during a snowstorm, and Colorado snows a lot, by the way, and clean off your dish to get service and during snow. So it's not practical. Oh, and they don't have internet, which is super fucking important right now because you have to stream everything. Uh, we'll get into that later. But So you can't watch the Avalanche anymore because Altitude TV, who Stan Kroenke owns, is in dispute with Comcast because Stan Kroenke thinks his little podunk, and yeah, it is podunk. It's only the Avs and Nuggets and maybe the Mammoth, which for you guys don't know is, I think, lacrosse. It's just, it is a podunk local thing. Stan Kroenke wants like ESPN money. Which, if ESPN keeps going the way they are, he might actually get it. But 
he wants ESPN money and Comcast like, fuck you, we're not doing that. So we're just not settling. So we can't watch the Avalanche unless we have Dish Network, which nobody has Dish because that's garbage. So we're all relegated to VPNs and cheating the system when Stan Kroenke doesn't need any more fucking money and just give us the thing for free. So you know what, Stan? And you guys take this however you want. If I ever see you in public, I will kick your ass. Or your little son to your little grease ball. Uh, other than that, the Avs are playing very well. Their first game of the season, they uh, they dropped the Blues. I don't know. I think that was maybe like open season jitters. Just I don't know what it was. Same game, they come back and literally stomped on their face. It was awesome. Eight zip. Um, that's pretty good for an NHL game. And then uh, they played the Kings and they won 3-2, which was good. Uh, I'm real happy with the offense. We have a we have the best <laughs> the best offense in the league by leaps and bounds. Our only problem is defense and goaltending. Gruby, I love you, dude, but you are so inconsistently bad. It's it's painful sometimes. I mean, you have a three zero lead going into the third. This is last night's game. And you somehow managed to give up two goals on the third to make it close. You can't do that. Um, the eight zip shutout was nice to see. The getting your ass kicked in the first game, like one four or four to one, was not good. I just I don't understand the inconsistency. I mean, do you get tired in the third? Do you just give up? Do your do your eyes get watery? What's going on? Irrelevant. I think the Avs are under the mantra that the same one that they were last year. That was like, "Hey, man, we'll just score more goals than you. We'll have, we'll win plenty of like ten nine, nine eight, ten eight, nine seven, six five games. We're fine with scoring more goals than you can." Uh, which I don't have a problem with as long as they win and they they make it to the Stanley Cup and they win it this year and they don't get screwed by uh, the refs or anything like that, or the NHL, which we all know they have the past couple years. The one with the Sharks here, they had to have that old fucking dude make it, and he ended up failing. Uh, Colorado, we know, is a flyover town. They get blown out a lot. Or not blown out, but blown over a lot. Nobody cares. Why pay them any attention? Why not put a big team like St. Louis or San Jose in the playoffs, or even the Vegas Golden Knights for that matter. But we all know this year the Avs are the best team, as they have been for the past couple years. And, you know, let's see where it goes. It's fun to watch hockey again. It kind of takes your mind off of everything. They're not political, um, unless, it, you know, it's like states and stuff. But that that's always a political thing, you know. Even the Broncos are a flyover. The Rockies are a joke. It's a Denver thing, and when we finally put teams together to win, that's what makes it that much more sweet. But, you know, we don't have any guys kneeling or Black Lives Matter dipshit crap all over them, and, it, you know, we don't paint it in the ice. It's a nice break from politics. The Nuggets... Actually, they're a nice break for politics since the NBA decided it was a bad idea to let these idiots just say whatever they want and put Black Lives Matter, all that crap on the uh, on the uh, the hardwood. It turns out that their viewership is in the toilet. So this year they've outlawed that or not outlawed it, but just highly suggested against it. 
which I'm in support of. I, I don't care what your political stance is. Uh, it doesn't need to be put into sports. I have very uh, polarizing views about sports figures. You guys are uh, you're paid to play. Shut the fuck up and play. You are good at little else. And some of them are good at other things, but the majority of them are not. You're paid to play. Just shut up and play. After the fact, yeah, if you if you do have other talents and things like that, go for it. But quite frankly, if you're an NBA center or an NFL quarterback or any of that, I don't fucking care what you think about anything. You are like a Hollywood elite. You... You're the most out of touch with reality person in this world. There is no one but maybe Kim Jong-un who is more out of touch with actual reality. And your political opinion or any of that is completely fucking relevant to me. But if you do voice your opinion, I will turn you off. And I'm actually I'm very proud of myself this year. And this is my martyrdom. I have not watched the NFL. I have given them not a single cent of my money. I don't watch the Broncos. I don't watch any of it. I do, however, have a lot of people on Twitter who, you know, interject and I do see the news, which I'm you know, I'm I'm happy they did shitty this year. I hope they do shitty every year until they quit sucking and they uh, I, they have a new GM. Um but that won't really matter cuz Elway will still be the overlord. And until I have a full apology, I don't I don't care. Um, I love my country more than I like football. And I'm not afraid to say that. Baseball didn't screw me nearly as much as football did. I am looking forward to baseball, too. But, you know, um, I, I don't care what you think, so just shut up and win football games. And that's the overarching theme. Like basketball, shut up and win basketball games. And the Nuggets this year have not done that. They've shut up and played basketball games. And excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, sorry. We're again. We're not like professionally set here, so I don't have like a dump button that I can sneeze. And I also, I mean, since we're recording this, I don't know how you like clip out me sneezing. But if any of you do know how to do that. I would be super happy to learn or hire you to do it. Um, oh, you should find it. So on Twitter, at Dutch the Beast, um, we're on Anchor. Anchor's where we record our podcast, and it's actually a pretty good deal because it's free. It's super easy, and I'm I'm not great at like technology and all that stuff, which, again, this is our call to arms. If you're great at technology... If you're great at all that, you should find me on the Twitter at Dutch the Beast or on Anchor. You can message us, anchor.fm on the computer. Find us. Send me a message. Make this production better than it could be or better than it is. Let's make it what it could be. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter which is um, our new handle, and I hope that you guys follow it. It's Dutch in Denver, in, not I-N, Dutch, the letter N, Denver, um, and then Dutch the Beast. So you guys can help us out here more so than anybody else has. And we we would greatly appreciate it. 
we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify. Uh, actually, we know I. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iTunes. I'm on all this, and I know the transitions are terrible. We'll maybe have some professionals teach me, like, hey, man, don't just be talking about sports and then start pimping your stuff. But actually, I needed help with the transitions and stuff. Um, So, yeah, find us anywhere. Dutch in Denver. It's super easy. Twitter is Dutch in letter in Denver. Everywhere else, it's Dutch in Denver. Uh, YouTube, Spotify. A lot of other podcasts, places that I've never heard of but they still seem to be a nice place to find your podcast. The only place I don't think we're quite yet is iHeartRadio because we're not that good. We're not that big, and I need you guys to make us that big. So if you're on YouTube and you watch us, click like, smash like, click subscribe. If you're on the other stuff, like, donate. I don't care what you do. And if you ever want to be on the show... I would be more than happy to have you on there. Left, right, center, um, Avs fan, Kings fan, any. You guys want to talk sports? We will talk sports as they come up. I promise you guys. This will not always be political. We will have a lot of sports stuff. We'll have stuff that I just want to talk about. We'll have shoot the shit stuff. Um, Video games, movies. It'll just be whatever I feel like talking about. Like I said, it's just Politics has just enamored us for so long, and it's been an all-encompassing theme that we have to, uh, we got to talk about it or we'd probably be irrelevant. Actually, if we didn't talk about it all, we'd probably be more relevant. I don't know. Um, But I do appreciate all the listening, and I hope you guys listen to more episodes. I will, um, thanks to Kyle, or Blippo, however you want to call him, I will do I will I will do a Tuesday Thursday, not this Thursday, but I will do Tuesday Thursday every week a live thing. Um, you know, like between 3:30 and 4 till about like 5, 5:30 or 6. Um, so if you want to do the live YouTube broadcast, radio show, whatever you want to call this, that will be our schedule. And I will try to adhere to that as much as possible. Um, I will try and do a podcast two, three times a week. If it becomes more popular, if you guys want to hear me talk about something, if you want to, like I said, be on the show, you know, find me and I would be more than happy to talk about what you want to talk about. Increase the frequency, frequency of the show, the duration about an hour. That's kind of when I run out of drinks. Um, But let's just, you know, let's do this a community engagement kind of thing where I talk and you listen Um, and we'll go from there. So as always, I appreciate you guys listening. Find us on YouTube, Dutch in Denver, on the Twitter at Dutch the Beast or Dutch in in the letter Denver. Uh, Like I say, we're on Spotify. We're everywhere. And I appreciate this so much, guys. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed.